Hello and welcome to the Greenfield Baptist Sermons Podcast. Each week we will be uploading the Focus Scripture and Sermon from Greenfield Baptist Church in Northeast Pennsylvania. Thank you for joining us and enjoy. Lord, that that would be our prayer this morning. A prayer of worship. That we didn't come just to fill a pew, to sit in a spot, to see our friends, but rather to worship you. To hear from you. To learn more about the way we should pray to you. Lord, open our hearts this morning to recognize that you are worthy of our praise, that we are nothing without you. Lord, take away the pride, the arrogance, those things that get in the way of our worship of you. Allow us to hear your voice. Allow us to be humbled to the point where we change. And we make the moves that draw us closer to you. You are a great and mighty God. May we recognize that in our lives today. In your name we pray. Amen. So this week uh, we're on the second half of a sermon series about the Lord's Prayer. and Last week we talked a little bit about how not to pray, and we'll talk some more about that this morning, but we're going to read verse uh, Matthew chapter 6, 9 through 15. This, is, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, give us today, sorry, I get in my head. Give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. May God add his blessing as we continue to sing this morning. Thank you for the opportunity to praise your name. Thank you for your word that is true and divides our bone and marrow. Lord, help us to hear your voice this morning. In your name we pray. Amen. Maybe seated. If you're a kid, you can run. But only in church. Don't do it anywhere else. Isn't that a nice sound? See, you guys might think I'm... That's a nice sound. I, I don't know about you guys. I like it when kids are running in church. Makes me want to run in church. So last week we talked about how not to pray. So we're going to really quickly, I want to talk just a minute. How, not, how do we not pray? What would you learn last week? 
Oh, so what we need to do, the rest of you guys need to help Kenny. He wasn't here last week, and he doesn't know how not to pray. So how, what do we learn about not praying last week? How not to pray? Mackenzie? Don't show off, thank you, right? We talked about the hypocrites, right? And the hypocrites were, were uh, actors. Uh, that's what, really what the word comes from in the Greek. Actors, people who, what they would do is if you had lots of money, you'd go down and sit on the corner and you'd give your money to the poor. And so they would blow a trumpet, right? And they'd blow a trumpet uh, for one reason, to get the poor to come. But it also kind of like reflected on like, yeah, I'm the guy with all the money, right? And I'm the guy who's going to give all this stuff, right? And, he, and Jesus says, don't pray like that. Pray in your closet, right? Get away from uh, being all about you and all, all show. And so we talked some about that last week uh, in the first chunk of uh, Matthew chapter 6. And we're going to look at the second uh, piece today. And so we're going to break some rules. Does anybody like to break rules? I like to be a rule breaker, right? For any of you guys who think that um, there, there can only be a three-point sermon, um, today we're going to change that up a little bit. There'll be four. I know. Where's Randy when I need him? He always harasses me about three-point sermons. So today, this is for Randy. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk a little bit. Uh, we're going to, and we're, it's going to be pretty practical. The, the, the scripture is really pretty practical. Uh, and Jesus lays it out there and and I believe that he lays it out there in a simple way for a good reason. Uh, we need simple things, right? We are simple. Uh, sheep are not the brightest uh, animals in the kingdom. Uh, and guess what? Jesus calls us his sheep. Hmm. Uh, we're going to uh, we're going to learn some things today. It'll be good. Side note, complete side note. Uh, baptisms on Thursday. There are five baptisms, and I'm really excited about that. And I just want uh, I just want to encourage you uh, to invite your friends and family uh, to come down for the picnic on uh, at Freeport. Side note: I did, we didn't mention it, but backup plan if it's pouring rain, we'll be here. Um, but we are not planning for that. We're going to do some lake baptisms, hopefully. So just uh, I encourage you to uh, to be involved in that to encourage uh, the people in our church who are getting baptized on Thursday. Uh, that that just didn't get mentioned, and I want to make sure we talked about that. So so today we're going to talk a little about a bit about prayer, and and we know the Our Father, right? We know that the Lord's Prayer, and we put this nice big moniker on there, and and probably we learned it at a very a very young age, and um, and so that becomes like, oh, this is how you do it, right? J. Vernon McGee says this is great, it's pretty simple. He said there, but I say. Hey, simple is good, right? Simple is good. We can learn from this. Uh, Jay Vernon's uh, perspective was, if all you're ever doing is saying it uh, in church, you know the liturgy where uh, it gets said in church weekly uh, at the same time uh, in the service, um, that's what he's talking about. Uh, but I think there's some really good pieces in this prayer that help us to understand and to think about um, how do we pray to God? Now, I hope, I hope, I hope you had a whole week to think about your prayer life. Good, bad, or indifferent. Dan, I appreciate your honesty. Dan, Dan and I had a great discussion after the sermon. Um, that doesn't have to, that we can, anyone is more than welcome to uh, come up and talk about the sermon afterwards. But Dan and I had a great discussion and we talked about prayer life. And so I hope, and, and pretty interesting story, Dan told you the story, but 
Um, Dan and I shared a lot of prayer this week, uh, a lot of discussion, uh, just talking about mom, and, and there were a lot of ups and downs, and, I, and it was a rough week. Um, God uh, was with us, but it was not easy. It was a tough week. Um, but I hope, you, I hope you had time uh, to think about your prayer life, what it looks like, what it doesn't look like. Um, God, uh, Jesus, you know, mine's all in red, right? And yours is in red. So we know this is Jesus sharing with people. Um, very much so the disciples would have been there. There probably were extras, right? There were people around. This is the Sermon on the Mount. There were people uh, uh, hanging out. And so he's, he's giving them a, a template, a pattern. This is how you pray. Uh, this is a great way to pray is what he's, what he's saying. And the first thing he says is, give God the honor. Start out your prayer life by giving God the honor he deserves. Worship him, right? He says, hallowed, whoops, that didn't work. There we go. Hallowed be thy name. That's a nice big word. What does hallowed mean? What was it? Honor, revered, right? What's that? Reverence, yes. Reverence. Uh, you know what else? You know, you know what word that also is uh, very similar to? Worship. Worship. Give God the worship he deserves. And I'm going to challenge you this morning. Who didn't sing uh, at the top of their lungs this morning? Only one? Okay, Ed Savita. All right, Ed's got a pass. Just kidding, Ed. Is there anybody that didn't sing at all this morning? Is, anybody, is there anybody gutsy enough to tell me that they just mouthed the words? Let me challenge you. Let me challenge you that the opportunity to sing, having a voice, having the ability to sing, having music on a weekly basis is a blessing. An opportunity for us to worship God. And let me challenge you, if you're not singing, if you're not willing to give it a go, I used to be, I used to be all worked up about how I sounded when I sang. And I still turn off the mic because I don't want a, a, someone to have to hear that. But I have learned this. I'm going to give it a go because I'm going to worship God. And in our prayer life, I, I got to ask myself, and I'll ask you the same thing. If I'm not willing to sing worship to God, am I willing to worship God in my prayer life? Am I starting my prayer uh, by worshiping and adoring this God who took me from the grave? Am I taking the time and energy? Am I, am I willing to say, God, thank you. Thank you for all you have done in my life. Part of that prayer and prayer life, if you didn't notice the first two songs, uh, were all about how great God is. How big God is. How powerful he is. The Lamb of God, right? All those things are opportunities to worship. Our prayer life is an opportunity to worship. And, and my sense is this. That's where it needs to begin. But Jesus says, listen, this is where it needs to begin. Start in worship. I don't know if you didn't notice, and you will notice, it's really this, this prayer life that Jesus says, do this, doesn't have a lot of, I need a new car. It doesn't have a lot of, um, 
I need my uh, 401k to go back up. It doesn't have a lot of, uh, I need a better house. I wish my house was, it doesn't have a lot of that in it. Uh, You'll notice pretty quickly that it's really not much about us in that way. Our prayer life needs to give God the honor. And, And what happens if we don't? Luke 19, uh, 40 says, I tell you, if you keep quiet, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. Someone will worship God. Something will worship God. If you really are a believer in Jesus Christ, worship Him. Give Him the honor He deserves. Give God the honor. He's the one who deserves your worship. Our prayer life should begin there. It should begin. with good praise and worship. Thank you, Lord, for the way you have protected me. Thank you, Lord, for taking care of me. Thank you for being a God who cares and loves. Give Him the honor. Second, give Him the control. Those are keys. Anybody like to give keys up? Anybody want to give their keys to their car? We don't want yours, Ken. (laughs) <laughs> is that the, is that the car that was upside down in the ditch once no that's not that one right that was the one before okay okay <laughs> give god the control he says your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven Anybody good at that? Anybody get good at giving God control? Anybody good at giving anybody control? Yeah. Only Lauren. <laughs> Only Lauren, right? The rest of us are doing a tug of war, right? Right? The rest of us are pulling, pulling the rope because we struggle to give God the control, the keys. We struggle for His kingdom and not our kingdom. We struggle for His will to be done, and not our will. Dan and I had a great conversation this week about that. God's will over our will. Those are hard conversations. Especially when we're dealing with with health issues. What is God's will in this situation? Those are hard. It's easy to talk about someone else's struggle, but it's real easy or real hard for us when it's our struggle. Jesus says, give God the control. God, I'm going to give this to you today, and I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to let go of it. I'm going to ask you to take care of my need here. I'm going to ask you to do it how you want to do it. And then I'm going to let it go. Why? Because I don't have it figured out anyway. Right? I can sit around and worry about it all day long, but it won't change anything. I don't know if you guys have noticed, um, just about everything in your life is out of your control. <laughs> right? 
We like to believe that we hang on to these little things and um, we feel in control. The reality is, most of those things are beyond us. They're bigger than us. God's plan is perfect, even when we can't understand it. God's plan works out even when we can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Isaiah 55, 8 reminds us, For your thoughts are not my thoughts, and your ways are not my ways, says the Lord. Our prayer life probably ought to be putting ourselves in the place that we need to be. With a lot of humility, with a lot of understanding that we don't have it figured out, and we are not all that. God has a plan, a direction. He understands it. So give him the control. Give him the keys. Let him do the work. See, I think all too often we think if we hold the keys, if we, we hold tight to this, we can make this better. And I can't help but Mark talking about rumination. What happens when we, when we ruminate on something? I call it the toilet bowl effect. Right? It, it, it's what happens. We get hung on this, this one thing. I got to control this. And it starts to go in a circle. And all we do is think about it. And I call it the toilet bowl because it ends up getting flushed, right? And we get flushed with it. It's not good. It's not healthy. Give it to God and leave it alone. Let him take care of the things that he will take care of. He is good at taking care of those things. The third point he says is, Jesus says is, ask God for perfection. Or protect, for perfection. Protection. Protection. He says, and lead us not into temptation. Anybody ever been tempted? All right, most of you are liars. Oh, there's a few of you. <laughs> right, right? Lead us not into temptation. We've all been tempted. Guess what? We've all flown flat on our face as well, right? We've been tempted and we have given in. Don't kid yourself. You have been tempted. And you have succumbed to that temptation. It says, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You ever been afraid? Afraid that... Uh... Anybody afraid of heights? Am I the only one? Okay. So we were here about a month ago. And I don't know if it's called, I think it's, I don't know, it's the North Rim of Grand Canyon and it's called Angel something. Bright Angel Trail. Bright Angel Trail. Okay, that's what I thought it was. But I, So I, I don't know if you can see those little rocks that are on either side there. On both sides of that little trail, I don't know, it feels like a million 
miles to either side, but it's probably not. It's far enough that you would crash and burn. Let's just put it that way. You're probably not going to survive the fall. And these people I went with made me do this. Can you believe that? They know I'm afraid of heights. Yeah, you're on the ground, Kenny. <laughs> Just so you know that that thing's only about two and a half feet wide and there's really not much on either side. I had to close my eyes. I, I made it. I just want to say I made it. God, prote yeah, God protected me in this. I think I had to have, was I holding your hand? I think I was holding my wife's hand and I just looked down and didn't close my eyes because that seems like a silly plan. I just kind of. One foot in front of the other. I think I'll be ready for a walker when I get there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Amy was carrying me. Yeah, that's it. And by the way, it just happens to be windy, right? Because you're at the top of the mountain. Uh, not a lot of extra property. That's, that's the other issue. Why did they have to make it so narrow? They could have made it wider. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, it ruins it, yeah. And then when you get to the end of this, it's a great little spot. It just kind of rolls out into a rock, right? And it's not flat, but they got a fence around it. They got a fence, like, keep you from falling into the abyss uh, called the Grand Canyon. Uh, not, not this one, but one of them. We saw, we saw where, uh, obviously, a nut was put on on a Friday afternoon about 3.30. It was only about half the threads. And I'm like... Dude, someone put this, someone's going to die. This thing's going to fall. Nor, nor, I'm like, only half the threads are on there. Someone needs to get a wrench and fix this. So all that to be said, we're all standing, we're standing in a group around this nice fenced in area. Not, and someone literally trips. But there's, the fence is this high. I mean, you really can't, unless you're like lunging. But you want to see people freak out? <laughs> people are like, ah! <laughs> I thought we were gonna have. I thought people were gonna have a heart attack, right? Because that moment, people were like, "Holy cow!" And then, it, of course, it brings up the great conversation. I wonder how many people die a year at the Grand Canyon. Somebody googled it. Yeah, there's, it's it's more than you think. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> But you ever feel like there is no protection? And when I was up there, I felt like a good thing God's got a hold of me here because uh, otherwise I'm going to go over the edge. I wonder how often in our prayer life we don't take the time to ask God for the protection, for protection in our own life. Lord, I don't want to be tempted by this today. I don't want to be tempted I want to be able to, to stand up to the struggles that are in my life. I don't want to lose my cool. I don't want to say this to my spouse anymore or my coworker. I don't, I don't want to do this. I want, I want some help in these areas that I'm struggling. God, protect me in those moments when I am weak, when I don't have what it takes. See, part of asking for protection is remembering that you ain't got it all together, right? Remembering that you aren't all that. I don't know about you, but this, this prayer 
reminds, it, it reminds me about being humble, having humility, and understanding that we don't have it figured out. And that we need a Heavenly Father who does. Protect me from the evil one. See, a lot of times I think we honestly believe that, if, that we have somehow the ability to do that. And we forget that we're weak. That we're a, we're a weak people. And that we need God's protection. And Jesus says, we ask God for forgiveness. He says, Lord, forgive me my sins as I forgive those who have sinned against me. Is that hard? Hard to forgive other people? Got real quiet real quick. Hard verses. If we don't forgive, our sins won't be forgiven, is what Jesus says. What he's saying is this your sins have already been forgiven. Jesus says, I want, I'm going to go to the cross. He's telling his disciples, I'm going to go to the cross and forgive your sins, forgive others. Don't let those things get in the way of your relationship with Christ. If there's one piece that I think we understand least in our Christian faith, it's the idea of forgiveness. We're good at taking it. I am so thankful that Jesus went to the cross for my sins. Thank you for forgiving me. But I'm not nearly as good at forgiving someone else who has wronged me. Someone who has pulled out in front of me. Someone who has said something against me. Those are hard. Those are hard for me to handle. And, I, and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one in this room who struggles with forgiveness. See, we want, we want the scales. Right? They're, they're, in some ways, there's a scale of like, okay, Jesus says, listen, you've been forgiven. I dumped all your sin on the one side. Uh, <laughs> you better forgive people just the same. And here's the piece I think we miss the most in forgiveness. This is what I spend so much time talking to people about. Do you realize that forgiveness is a trap for you? It's the handcuffed on your life. It holds you back. You don't know how often I talk to people about forgiving somebody for something and the other person either has no clue uh, or doesn't remember or was 30 years ago. And there's only one person trapped. And it's the person who can't or won't forgive. That's where the trap is, right? That's hard. And I realize there's always a lot, there's always a lot of pain in those times and areas um, that we and we struggle sometimes to forgive. Jesus says, "Listen, when you're praying, pray for the ability to forgive. Pray for the ability to forgive 
as you have been forgiven. Those seem pretty simple, do they not? And if we were to write them all down in one spot, ta-da, right? We would remember that we, we need to give God the honor. We need to honor Him, uh, revere Him, worship Him in our prayer life. We need to give Him control, allow Him to work. We need to ask God for protection in the areas uh, that we aren't able to keep from being tempted. And we need to remember to ask God for forgiveness and the strength to forgive others. It all begins with you. It all begins with your prayer life. I was reading a commentary this week that talked uh, about this passage and one of the things that uh, really stuck out was that Jesus is talking to those who are followers of him. Those who already uh, understand their place in life. They already understand that Jesus was, had come to give them eternity. That he was going to go to the cross. This was in the process of all of that. And, and Jesus is talking to his disciples and those who were around about how to pray. And those he was talking to were those who were believers. Those who had committed their life to him. Those who had said, I'm going to follow after you. He says, if you're going to follow after me, here's what it looks like. Here is how you should pray. The question is for you. Are you a follower of Jesus? Are you following him? Are you willing to worship him? Are you willing to give him control? Are you willing to ask for forgiveness and his protection? Are you, are you willing to do those things? Those, all those things are part of our relationship with Christ. It's not about works, but it is about uh, fruit, right? On Wednesday night, we were talking about fruit. It's about the fruit. It's about these things that show up in believers' lives. And these are just four of those. Just, uh, just four that we can see uh, rather easily. So let me ask you that one more time. Are you willing to give God the honor? I'm going to challenge you that when we sing the last song, I don't even know what it is, can't remember. But when we sing the last song, even if you can't sing a lick, sing it out. Give God the control. Allow Him to work in your life. Ask for the protection and ask him to forgive us so that we can forgive others. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for your word this morning. We thank you for this prayer. Lord, we're reminded that uh, you give us uh, simple and yet profound ways to live our faith. And Lord, I thank you for this passage. Jesus says, here it is. Pray like this. Lord, may we remember this week how you want us to pray. In your name we pray. Amen.